Good morning, and welcome to another episode of Josh and Pat. I'm Joshua Klein, joined by Patrick Cassett. And yesterday, we watched potentially the worst play of all time. Now, when you think of worst plays of all time, Patrick, you think of several different plays. Tony Romo, botched snap. Mm-hmm. With the Cowboys. That was a tough one. Or maybe you think right. of Dak Prescott running it up the middle and downing the ball with no time left to lose the game. You think of Leon Lett ice skating his way and touching the football to lose the game against the Dolphins. You think of Colts, fake punt, fourth mm-hmm. down. Mark Sanchez, butt fumble. These are all bad plays. These are all plays that we say, we look at, we go, listen, I could have drawn up a better play than that. Last night, we watched Ezekiel Elliott as the center snap the ball to Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott then throws it to... Turbin. And he gets crushed, dead, immediately. I mean, Ezekiel Elliott, when he snapped that ball... He was pancaked in about 0.2 seconds. It, I thought I, I thought he could hold himself up a little bit better than that. He could not. Turns out centers are centers for a reason. The Cowboys should be disgraced right now, Patrick. They should be embarrassed. They should be searching for a new quarterback, a new coach, a new owner, I'd argue. You know, guess what, Jerry? It's, maybe it's time to take your hands off the reins just a little bit. Because whatever's happening... And Dallas needs to stop today. Because, listen, I feel bad. This is a pro-Dallas fans show. I don't want to see Dallas fans suffer. And they've been suffering for a long time. A lot. So, Well, Josh, let me put it like this. You know, they have a couple seconds left in the game. They line up. They got Zeke at center. Yeah. They got this weird formation. I'm going, man, maybe this might work. I was like, these guys might be geniuses. And then, clearly, they're just idiots. Yeah, it was not a great play, Patrick. Uh, and did I think that the Cowboys had a chance? Absolutely not. Was I actually rooting for the Cowboys to score so that we could see? I mean, this would be the most anticipated extra point attempt of all time. All time. Uh, I mean, listen, Brett Maher. Is Maher how you say it? Maher, sure, yeah. I mean, listen, if there ever was a case of the yips, this was the this was the time. He misses five straight, six straight. I mean, missed, the ball that he, the ball that, the ball that straight. was blocked, people are saying it was blocked. Listen, that thing was on course to go 30 yards left of the goalpost. It was not. It was a horrible kick. The dude who blocked it was probably like, "I blocked that. What? Like he didn't even need to." Um, he obviously comes back, hits a couple big kicks. That's good. Hey, that's good for him. Now, is he going to have a job next year? Well, like I said, probably shouldn't. They probably should clean house. This is a rebuilding time for the Cowboys. Okay. Well, Josh, I mean, you you saw in pregame warmups. Maher was still struggling, was missing kicks. Jerry Jones came down and gave him a pep talk. When does that ever happen? 
When does the GM, the yeah. owner, ever give a pep talk to the kicker? Not, but I want to say yeah. what would be very funny is I know that Maher makes the 25-yarder and what was it, the 44, 43-yarder, yep, whatever yep, it was. Yep. Uh, it would be very funny if he just can't make an extra point. But he can kick a field goal. He can kick a field goal. He just can't make an extra point. It's tough, man. It, it is tough. Cowboys have issues, though. They have not won since uh, 96. In that time frame, since they won the Super Bowl, Jalen Hurts was conceived right in a womb for nine months. Born. Yes. Uh, learned how to walk. Learned how to talk. Learned what a football was. Went through, played Pop Warner. Learned how to play mm-hmm. football. Played it in middle school. Played it in high school. Then, you know, really learned the game. Goes to college. Enters the transfer portal and enters the yeah bench and enters the transfer portal goes to a new college, gets drafted, learns how to play in college, and then now is in the NFC Championship game. All in the time since the Cowboys last won the Super Bowl. Yeah, is it is it safe to say, Patrick, that I think we should repick America's team? Um. I think America's team has let down America. So clearly it's so, not good so enough. I think that I think that on the show right here, let's pick America's new team. Who is America's team? Because remember, the Steelers were offered the opportunity to be America's team. They said, nah, we're we're Pittsburgh's team. So you have to think about that. You know, not everybody wants to be America's team. Yeah, Josh, this is a great question. Um, when Peyton Manning went to the Broncos, it used to be the Broncos used to be one of the more popular teams. That being said, I don't think anyone in, in America wants Russell Wilson to be their quarterback right now. No. So it's a tough, it's a tough spot. Why why don't um, we just make the Chiefs America's team? I feel like the Chiefs, everyone kind of likes rooting for them, you know. I'm pulling for the you know Chiefs. What? I like that, Josh. America's new team, the Kansas City Chiefs. And if you think about it, Based off what the Chiefs are named after, it really does kind of speak to America, um, America's heritage. Well, and think about it. Think about it. You know, Kansas City, known for its barbecue, known for its high-speed internet, two things I think Americans love. Yeah. I, that's a great point. We did, Hey, congratulations, Kansas City Chiefs, America's new team. Mm-hmm. Uh, very exciting. Uh, so, Micah Parsons, he was chirping. Uh, at Debo Samuel yesterday because, you know, they put out something like, oh, you know, we want, we wanted the 49ers. This is who we wanted. And then Debo goes and basically just brings up the receipts, you know? And Mike Parsons like, dude, what did you do this whole game? And Debo Samuel, four catches, not, not superb. But Micah Parsons only had four tackles, zero sacks, probably would have affected the game, especially when this was a defensive heavy game. You know, you would think that the defense would be the stars who show up. Micah Parsons is not really super present. I'm sure he did stuff. I don't, I'm not good enough at watching football to know what Micah Parsons contributed to the game yesterday. I'm sure it was something. Hey, hey, not a film show. This is not a film show. No, this no. This is an entertainment show. Exactly. Um, but listen, man. You know, you got to know in life when to talk trash and when not talk trash and just be like, you know, hey, that's how it goes. Yeah. And that was I one mean, of those there's nothing moments. Worse. There's nothing worse than like when you 
like you said, Debo had the receipts. There's nothing worse than when you're yeah. talking and you can just point right at the scoreboard and you go, why, why do you think we're on the same level right now? Because they clearly aren't. Look, yeah. four catches from Debo is a hell of a lot better than four tackles from Michael Parsons. Well, he also had four okay? rushes, you know, so that's like eight, you know, contributions to right. that game. And it was a low-scoring affair, so it's like the offense wasn't going crazy. Uh, is Brock Purdy the real deal? We talked a lot about the Cowboys no. and, and Dak situation. Brock Purdy's not the real no. deal. I, I'm I'm starting to watch Brock Purdy with my own eyes, and I, Start, I don't want to say... Starting to see him with a sober lens is what you're saying, like... uh. You know, right, right. The, you know, I'm coming the off the high. Yeah. And I'm looking at Brock Purdy because, you know, obviously when they go, you know, Josh and Pat, they, you know, Pat QB expert here, Brock Purdy. I don't think I, I he reminds me of maybe a Nick Foles type oh. just has a really great run in him. But, you know, maybe it's just a backup quarterback in the league. So what do you think if if he goes and obviously makes it to the championship game. If he loses to Jalen Hurts and the Eagles, he pretty much did exactly what Jimmy Garoppolo did. So yeah, it's no. like, so what do you, where do you go from here? If you're the 49ers, it's like, well, yeah, you, we you get it. We, well, it's like, we get it. Like we can find a quarterback good enough to get us to the championship game, but we want that Super Bowl quarterback. Now, if he goes to the Super Bowl, he's going to be the starter for years to come. That's just how it's going to go. Right. They're going to have to give him a chance just because that's like the politics of the NFL. Like if you're, if you're, your team is led to the Super Bowl and it's not like a Nick Foles situation where, mm-hmm. you know, kind of came in way later just for the playoffs. Really? You no, know, Brock Purdy's been in this um, and he hasn't lost as a starter. So you have to give that a chance. It'll be interesting. Lil right. Dicky though. Lil Dicky, he's saying, hey. Brock Purdy's going to be exposed. He's going to be shown he's, that he's a fraud. Um, and, and that's the thing, Josh. I don't know what's going to happen. I I have little Dickie's opinion sometimes. I go, well, one of these weeks he's going to screw up, but he hasn't done it yet. And I sit here and I go, maybe he's a backup quarterback in the league, but he's undefeated. And if you're undefeated, sure, you know what you're doing. Also, he's yeah. a rookie quarterback. So you think he's going to get better. This is why I keep talking myself in circles about this guy because I don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what's going to happen. No. But what I can tell you is, is if you got to choose between Brock Purdy or Jimmy Garoppolo, you're sure as hell going to pick Brock Purdy because he's the rookie quarterback. And what do you do with Trey Lance in this situation? Do you trade him now? Yeah, that's you got to figure that out because you traded a lot of assets for Trey Lance. Uh, yeah. I don't know. You ever see Little Dickie's show? Dave? Uh, the um dave or whatever the show is called yeah i saw season one it's actually i enjoyed season one i felt like it was an inside look to like uh an aspiring creator because you know as somebody who's in that same world of trying to make it you, you know sympathize. it was nice season two was a lot of penises um i was i was told that season two wasn't as good as season one but i didn't i couldn't I, I didn't three... really finish it well people are saying season three is going to really come around but i i can't imagine the season uh Three of Ted Lasso, though, is around the corner dropping photos. It's big. I'm excited, Patrick. I don't know if you're. A fan yeah, you know, I'm a big Ted Lasso guy, but this is the last season, right? Uh, there is. They're not doing it anymore. I don't think so. I think Jason Sudeikis was basically like, "This is a, this is a three season pony for me." Jeez, I that Which is unfortunate. They could have gone seven. Also, uh, my mom, she complains that I have this Christmas tree behind me because she says it makes me look like I'm wearing a little hat. Is that, do you think that's the case? 
I think the issue is just the Christmas tree itself. Today is January twenty third. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't think the problem is that you, it looks like you're wearing a hat. I think the so problem if is I sit here like Josh, this, it's like okay. a hat. Yeah. Uh, well, people are like, does Josh live in a bunker? Does he? Does he see the outside world? Does he know what today's date is? And I would argue, Josh is okay. I, I think so. I think I know what. I, we're, we're figuring it out. We're figuring it out. Moving on. Um. So, 49ers playing the Eagles. Eagles smoke the Giants. Did the Giants need to find a new quarterback? Because I was on the Daniel Jones hype train for like a week. He was my favorite quarterback. Yeah. You, and then. I think, you, I think you persuaded me too. And then now I'm so confused. I don't know what to feel. I was so. And. And I entered a, I entered a, a like one of those Fandle fantasy um, groups this week, you know, with some people oh, I know, you. and I picked all the players that I wanted to see succeed because I wanted to be able to root for them. Um, and the Giants, I I was heavy on the Giants because I wanted them to succeed. Mm-hmm. They did not succeed, and it was an embarrassing look for me. And it's an embarrassing look for them. Now they break the boat curse. That's great. But they got to figure something out because I think, I think this might be their ceiling. I'm going to, I'm going to stick up for Daniel Jones here. I'm going to say the rest of the roster is not that good. Okay. I don't think Daniel Jones is that good, but I also look at guys like Jimmy Garoppolo. Is he that good? But he gets his team to, He's gotten him to a Super Bowl. He's gotten him to the conference championships. So I think the ceiling's a little bit higher for the Giants team. That being said, if you really want to take the next step, I think you need someone better than Daniel Jones. But that being said, Daniel Jones is an NFL quarterback. I mean, he's proved that before this year. We weren't really sure what what he was going to do. So, I mean, good for him. You know, unfortunate that he went to Duke. But yeah, yesterday had to be a good day for Brian Dayball, though, because you think about it, Brian Dayball had to go from Josh Allen to Daniel Jones. And then yesterday, it was kind of just like, oh, I kind of just went from Josh Allen to Josh Allen. Yeah, you know, basically, and that's and that's what we've been saying for a long time because, on the show, obviously, because Daniel Jones is just as good as Josh Allen. Well, no, I think we're saying that Josh Allen is just as good as Daniel Jones. If I had a spin zone that, Josh Allen, zero touchdowns, one interception, Stephon Diggs yelling at him saying, hey, wait, dude, what is the deal, man? Like, I came here to win. You remember that photo I took when I was watching, you know, the uh, the championship game and I had and I was sitting there and I, and I was watching the celebration and I was my back was facing and I totally didn't rip this off from that one college dude. Because, um, by the way, he, um, by gosh. the way, by the way, people are saying when people do that now that they're ripping off Diggs, but Diggs actually did rip off somebody who did it like in a bowl game, like not too long ago before that. Any, but yes, what are you saying? I think I saw a tweet. It might have been from one of the Barstool accounts, and it was a picture of Diggs like watching the celebration, and they said he he's he's still standing there, <laughs> and it's like it's like oh that's a tough one. That is oh man, that is a tough one. Uh, listen, here's what I'll say. Um, I, I just think that there's certain quarterbacks in this league who just know how to win and know how to get to the Super Bowl, and that certain sort of quarterback is just, it's Patrick Mahomes. And I think that just, that's just how it's going to be. But right now, if yeah. you, Josh Allen has, is tied for most Super Bowl appearances in his quarterback class. So, True. you know, 
and then that's with likes the likes of Baker Mayfield. And Josh Rosen. And Josh Rosen, who people are going to forget about, but sneaky good pick. Yeah. I mean, he said, what do you say? There was, what, 11 mistakes in front of him? So that that's going to go down as a great quote, all-timer. Yeah. I mean, there were, I think, 11 mistakes potentially. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know uh, how that works. Yeah, but I think uh, Bill's have problems, man. Bill's got to figure things out. Well, it's it's very funny because everyone talks about the Bills. Oh, I love the Bills. I love the Bills. I love the Bills. Well, clearly the Bills have some issues. They can't run the ball. Can't, okay, can't. Looked up. I don't even know when the last time they tried to run the ball in the game was. It felt like it was the second quarter. Uh, Josh Allen, I saw this yesterday on Twitter too. Uh, a person comparing Josh Allen to Phillip Rivers. They said, where's the same number? Can't get it done in the playoffs. And I was Ooh. like, oh, that's a tough. That's a tough one. So, I don't How know. How many you know, kids Josh can Allen, we expect? Yeah, I mean Josh Allen. Everybody goes. He's a great guy. I mean, good for good for him. But at some point, Josh, would you rather win like a? Or would you rather lose a like heartbreaker uh, playoff game where it's so close and something just didn't go your way, or would would you just get demolished? Like, oh no, so close, so close. Because then I could make like say it wasn't me, you know, and be like, hey, it was so close. The difference maker wasn't me. You know, if yeah, it was if, the referee, if, if, it was if, the back call. If like, uh, yeah, or like, if my wide receivers were like just like a little bit better, maybe we could have got it done. You know, that kind, of, those kind of things, because then you could always, you know, defer the blame. But you wouldn't like I could say like, oh, you know, like I just got to play better. But then people would be like, oh, well, right. he's just humble. Like we all know, we got to get him some more talent. That's how I would personally approach it. Um, but. Where was I going with that, Patrick? See, this is where I, where it's tough, where you have a train of thought and then it gets interrupted by a different train of thought. Oh, here's the train that I was on Boom. and I was riding. Choo-choo. Um, basically, you saw how good that Bengals offense was against that yeah. Bills defense. Do the Ravens have the greatest defense of all time? I Because... We made that offense not look like the way the Bills made that offense look. In the snow, too. In the snow. Let's not forget that. In the they snow. were playing in the snow yesterday. So so I just feel like Ravens, greatest defense of all time. I mean, Josh. Insane. The, we could have if we won that game, Patrick, we could have been in the AFC championship game right now. Uh, now I know how it works. I know that doesn't mean that we were automatically. If I, I know it's like, if we beat the Bengals, that doesn't mean we be able to beat the Bills because the Bengals beat the Bills. I understand that's right. how it works. But maybe that's how it works. Josh, yesterday, it was, it was tough to watch the Bengals-Bills game because it was like, they just kept, just kept ragging on the Ravens, right? It was and, and they weren't even like trying to. Like it was it was one of those things where you watch yeah. the Bills got down double digits earlier and they were like, Yeah, the Bills have been down double digits twice this year. Uh this is the second time. The other time was against the Ravens and they won the game, right? Uh, and then you gotta sit there. That's tough. You gotta you gotta sit there through a commercial. And you know, the that's commercial really is them just showing the ninety eight yard fumble return, right? And you're sitting there and you're like, Are you kidding me? Like this is assault, right? Yeah. And then, you know, you get Jim Nance, you know, talking about how, yeah, you know, the Bengals, you know, they they made it, you know, defensive play less. It's like, we get it, man. Like, I saw it, okay? I get it. The Bengals are good. 
Okay. Should they have won that game last week? Probably not. But you know what? They're in the AFC Championship game. I'm not mad, but yeah, I guess I am. Wait a second. So if we pay Lamar, we're not going to be able to keep probably Patrick Queen and Roquan, right? I doubt it. I doubt it. Uh, we're so screwed. Yeah, but Roquan's really good. We're so screwed. We need. Okay, here's what we do. Okay. GoFundMe. GoFundMe could work. <laughs> what we do is this, Patrick. Sign Lamar to franchise tag. It's going to take him off. But guess what? He's going to play because he's a winner competitor. Okay, we don't sign him a long-term deal. Uh, we draft somebody, quarterback. Get him in the building. Get that. Get him developed behind Lamar. Then what we do is we just re-sign all the defense. We bring in DeAndre Hopkins, one-year deal. But we say, hey, if it's, you know, we can make this longer. We can make this worth your wild because I know somebody in Delaware has set up a GoFundMe and right. they're going to get you some serious money. Um, and so he's going to want to come there. And then the next thing you know, we just develop a young quarterback on a rookie contract. We get some big weapons, great defense, and uh, we have a great run game. And then we win the Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, it sounds sounds great, right? Hey, yes, it sounds really great. I, I I'd argue, sounds fantastic. Yeah, I mean, we're gonna. I, we're, I don't. I think I think that's what's gonna happen, Patrick. I really do think that the Ravens, just if we if we just if we pay Lamar Jackson the amount of money that Lamar Jackson is demanding, we are. N- never going to be a complete football team because and we are going to have to then rely on Lamar Jackson to show up every single game play great every single game which he has shown that in the big moments in the playoff games in the times that you need Lamar Jackson to show up he's he's not there for some reason yeah, Josh, I'm, I'm so on the fence about Lamar. I love Lamar. I love, And by the way, I had a dream that he wasn't a Raven anymore, and it was a sad dream. It was like watching, you know, like seeing like your ex-girlfriend when she finally gets that, and like a new man, and it's just like, oh, man, that's, it's like, it's, I don't like to see that. Right, and, but at the same time, like, Lamar's going to cost so much money. And the stuff that you're saying. A ridiculous you're like, amount of money. And, and it's just like, maybe, maybe there's a point, you know, so I'm so on the fence. Uh, if you want to read my thoughts, you know, go to picksandpancakes.com. No big deal. Yeah. But, plug uh, it. But, you know, I don't know. We'll see what happens with the Ravens. It's just, you know, it's a sad day. It's a bad day, especially because the Ravens would have went to play the Chiefs. Right. And then the one time that Mahomes gets hurt, we're not in the playoffs to play them. And I mean, how do you feel if you're Jacksonville? I mean, you're sitting there. Mahomes is out of the game. You got Chad Henney, and you and you're still not within ten. Yeah, that's a fourth quarter. Oh, by the way, that's really. I'm surprised that that the Chiefs even put Patrick Mahomes back in that game. I would have been like, listen, we don't need Patrick Mahomes back in this game. You know, like we'll be just fine. And then it also plays the mind games because then you could have gone into the next week and been like, oh, is Patrick Mahomes like? Is he? I don't know if he's going to be able to start. And then the Bengals are trying to figure out. You know. Oh shoot! Do we have to prepare for Mahomes? Which whose tape are we watching here? That could have been a Shout great tape. Could have, could have been a great move. They could have really just snuck up on. They could have been like leaking reports like Patrick Mahomes did not practice this week. Um, 
sought rehab. By the way, I I know it's probably tough with the media, and I don't know if this is against the rule. I would lie to the media all the time if I was like a head coach. I, I mean, I think they kind of do that. Uh, I mean, yeah, but I feel like I could take it to an extreme. If I was the head coach, I would. Just, I'll, I'll go so far. I would. I, I would just think of creative things that people haven't ever thought of. Like I would take like have like my people show up to their practices and film it. Um, but like disguised as media members. Um, sometimes like if we were in a really cold like weather game, like maybe like take some PSI out the pigskin, make it a little bit more grip. Like I think I'd find ways around you know around the pesky rules there would be nothing funnier than just a coach trolling right and just being like yeah you know like we actually sent patrick Mahomes. he's off campus today we sent him to an outside doctor to do outside rehab and meanwhile he's just he's just he's at practice like that (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah yeah you could you could i think i think all those things are great options um but Patrick, looking looking ahead this game or next week, you got Bengals versus Chiefs, which Chiefs have never been able to win against the Bengals. Um, and, and then you got yeah. 49ers, Eagles. Which which game are you looking forward to more? You know, Josh, you know, I'm really looking forward to the Eagles 49ers game uh, because I don't even want to touch the AFC. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm still upset. I'm still so mad that the Ravens lost that game. Yeah, I, this one stung, man. That one stung. But uh, 49ers and the Eagles, I think it's going to be an awesome game because they both can run run the ball so well. I think it's it's going to be awesome to see that. I, I think Hertz is a dynamic player. He's a fraud. Uh, even though I bet against him this weekend, and he, he proved me to be pretty stupid. You take the under? So, no, I did not. Yeah, you took the you, you took the Giants. Uh, yeah, I, I took Giants plus three and a half. Move the line. Man, that's a tough one, man. You're you're cold. Yeah, you're mean. cold. Well, picks and pankings, by the Ice way. Cold. Hey, we're we're undefeated in the playoffs. I'm not sure if you're aware. We're not a regular season team. We peak at the right time. I think we're gonna make a run to the Super Bowl here. That is, Josh. Really, you only got to predict two more games, right? Uh, that's the thing. You only had to predict. You only got to predict four games right in the season. You know. Yeah. And that's how that's how it is, um, and I I'm on I'm on base. This is this is like an underdog story that nobody is expecting. That the Ravens You're on pace. the Ravens that. were so bad that they managed to break an unbreakable curse. Well, because of the kicking curse, you know, was against them. So the kicking curse effectively broke the picks and pancakes curse and gave us yeah. a new life. And so if you're not tailing with us. Going into next week, I mean, you guys are fools. We might never miss a pick again. By the way, Patrick, I've been seeing this person. He decided he was going to take $1 and double it for 10 days and make it $10,000. And he hit the first eight days already in a row. Just and like and to double it, you don't like you need to put together like a, a part. You're not just putting it like one bet. Like I can't just be like, Oh, you know, I'm going to take uh chief's money line. That doesn't get you to double your money. Right. And legitimately he just, he, he doesn't miss. He doesn't miss. 
must be nice. It must be nice, Josh. It's ridiculous. He did you see the guy that put a five dollar parlay down on every first touchdown this weekend? Oh, ridiculous. Seventy thousand dollar payout. How does that happen? And and listen, I, I will never put a pick like that together because first touchdown scores is complete like how you there's no way you can know that you know that is just the most just throw money at the wall thing of all time that being said the people who do hit that i i hope it didn't cost you seventy thousand dollars of misses to to get that win and it if it didn't maybe cash out never gamble again yeah, I don't know about that, Josh. What I would do is I would probably do the the okay, I'm with seventy thousand dollars. Okay. Sixty-eight thousand dollars is going straight to the bank. And then two thousand dollars might stay in the account. Okay, that's that's fair. That's fair. Um well Patrick, I think that's the show. I think that's I mean, we we hit everything that we had to hit. It's surprisingly with all the games that there were yesterday, and there were four. No, four this weekend, yes. Um, those are the only storylines. It's like what nothing else happened in the world. Well, I just want to say, um, <laughs> excuse me, I have a little announcement to make. Um, today, January 23rd, I will officially be picking three games against the spread for college basketball every single day for the rest of the regular season. Uh, so we'll have a blog up on picks and pancakes, kind of announcing that a little bit later. But uh, uh, wow. you know, we're going to try to break the ice cold streak, man. I'll be feeding. Um, and that's nothing against you, Patrick. It is nothing. It's fine. It's nothing against you. Um, I respect it. Because here's the thing, Patrick. Ha- having been on your side of mm-hmm. of picking bad picks – you know, like I almost wish people would have faded me because yeah. I almost would have made a good amount of money. I will. Yeah, because they would have it would have been great. And so I'm just like having been in that spot where I go, man, like, you know, you got to ride the tides, the highs and lows. And right now, but also, no, actually, no, screw that. I'm riding with you, Patrick. I got to support the show. I, I, you know what? Whatever your picks are. As long as they're put in a timely manner, I'm driving to Maryland. I'm putting $2 down on a parlay. And and we're going to – I believe in you, Patrick. Who we got tonight? Who? who Thank we, you. Well, well, you know, well you we're going to really get, dive into the schedule. You're really going to get into it. Yeah, Wait, are we talking about college basketball? College basketball. Strictly college basketball. Hey, did, uh, I, did, uh, not... did, did Georgia cover? Josh, it's very funny. So – Sitting there, minus four, fives are high, right? Georgia basketball, they're trying to come back. Yeah. The stadium's actually, the arena's actually full, right? It's kind of loud. Kind of loud. And they're down by three, a couple seconds left. And the whole time, you know, I'm like looking at the score and I'm like, man, I'm not going to cover. I'm not going to cover minus three and a half. I'm not going to cover. I'm like, got to get this overtime. Got to get this overtime. Got to get this overtime. And of course, they couldn't make the shot to get it to overtime. So, um, well, that's tough, man. You're going yeah. into it kind of cold, but you know what? You can turn it around. Consult. We got uh we got some Jack Casey. He's he's no. He's not cold. He's three or four. It's pretty solid. 
That's not bad. I mean, you take that. You take that, right? Um, well, cool, yeah. Patrick. Hey, good luck with that. And, and by the way, if you guys Thank aren't you. on picksandpancakes.com, get there. We're going to come up with a name eventually for the, for the, the company. Um, and that's going to be the, an appropriate time after so people don't just consistently. I mean, we maybe we'll just roll picks and pancakes. That was never the intention. The you know, was the intention was to come up with a name um, that was really, you know, really good media company name. Um, really, just in line with our brand and everything we do and stand for. Pixpancakes.com, though, it's it's what it is right now, it's, and um, it's like we just gotta. I gotta think of it. I've been trying to think of a name, Patrick. I I have brainstorming sessions every sh- every time I'm in that shower. I'm sitting there. I'm it. I'm. My mind's turning. I'm going, okay, name, name, name. And and then I go to, and I come up with a great name. I go to see by the domain. And the great names are not in our domain budget. It's just how, right. it's just it's how it is. It's, yeah, we're our, our company is just, you know, we're at a different level right now. <laughs> um, but it's okay. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Followers are up. Views are up yeah yeah we'll keep grinding we'll keep working um i did go i went on a live yesterday I had one concurrent viewer for 20 minutes <laughs> really could they were i would com- argue they're committed committed they were committed they're in the comments had somebody from delaware pop up had one of the kids from bayside pop in <laughs> wait who matt core <laughs> matthew yeah. I wonder how Dar is doing. I don't know. Um, but it was just that's how it was just how it was funny. He found me on my on the one video. I was like, what? <laughs> and so he he popped in. Um yeah, we we had a good time. The problem is now, Patrick, we just gotta once you get to a certain amount of followers, you're always just gonna be progressively losing followers at like a not like you know, at a somewhat steady pace because that's how it is. You know, like people yeah. are always going to be on following accounts. You just have to make sure that you're gaining followers faster than you're losing followers. Amen. And right now we're on that path. Which is great. Which is great. Anyway, guys, thank you for listening, watching. Make sure you guys like, comment, subscribe. If you listen to the whole thing, send us a DM right now on pixandpankings.com and I will send you a mug. Nobody's ever cashed be on that offer here's the thing it's gonna be great though because you know the show's made it the day that somebody goes and sends me a dm to get the mug then it's like okay that means that we are in a great spot if that ever happens you know (laughs) one of these days josh it's it's gonna happen somebody's gonna say somebody's (laughs) gonna go and somebody's gonna send me dm and be like hey like i listened to the end of the episode does that mean i get a free mug and I'm going to be like, yes, it does. Like, what's your address? <laughs> like, I'll send you this book. Like, I, what do you like? <laughs> we're we're going to get it. Like, whatever you want, man. I might send more. I might send a hoodie. Uh, like, I, I might be in a generous mood. Because Stop. let's let's hold it to the mug. Let's hold it to the well, mug. Well, because we think about it, because I say this at every episode. So we have the giveaway budget, you know. And if the way it works is if we don't give away a, a certain amount in the quarter, then they're gonna be like, "Hey, when we when we come back around to do the budget again, they're gonna be like, hey, do we really need this much in the giveaway budget?'" 
and I'm gonna be like, right, that's true. And we and, don't, and we don't I've, want to have the finance and I, people and I, like that. And I've always been an advocate to the finance people and be like, hey, we, I, I giveaways. That's a priority to me. That's something I want to build this company on. And the finance people, they fight back on me, you know. And well, right, because the finance. I mean, when you get the group, you know, they do the, they do their great job of what they do. But you know, they're always trying to look at cut corners. You know, they're, they're always, trying to help the company. They're always out. trying to save a couple bucks. And I appreciate everything the finance team does. Like, don't get me wrong, finance team does a great job. Um, not granted. I'd argue, Josh. I'd argue the finance team isn't there. This is it's a hard company to have. Oh no, this. I mean, we have a lot of teams, and without the, all these teams, this company doesn't doesn't run. But the finance teams work right. now. The team that we need to get on the the brand monetization team. You guys need to be Step working a little bit closer with the finance team because whatever is happening right now um, is kind of unacceptable. That being said, this episode is sponsored by PicksandPancakes.com. Go. Yes. Read and links to all our content if you want to see there. We're going to continue. We're going to innovate, guys. We're going to change it. We're just laying the foundation. And you know what the best part about laying a foundation is, Patrick? That after you lay What's a foundation, that? you get to start building the house. So it's going to be, it's gonna be exciting point. stuff. Anyway, you guys have a wonderful day. Peace.